Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Is everyone hanging in there? Did you have a long weekend? I had a long weekend. I feel very fortunate for that, which of course means I had a short week. Thank goodness in particular for the long weekend because I feel like I very much needed it to get my life back in order. You know when there's just so much built up, built up, built up from either work, personal projects, personal life that you just kind of get off track with your routine, with everything? Well, that's how I've been feeling. But this past long weekend, I was able to get back on track, particularly on Monday. So I really needed that extra day. Prior to that, we had a friend staying with us, which is kind of also why I was off my routine. And as you guys know, the weekend previous to this one, I was home. So I've been all over the place. But I did recently just get a haircut, which is making me feel like I'm revamping my life. Isn't it weird how a haircut can make you feel so good like that? Also, I am somebody that rarely gets haircuts. Like, quite literally, I will get one at most two a year, which I know is probably not the best thing. They tell me that every single time I go. But because of that, whenever I do get my haircut, I feel like it's this huge, momentous thing. So that was fun. Got my yearly haircut. And then also on Sunday, one of my favorite guilty pleasure shows came back, American Idol. I feel like I am maybe one of the few people my age that still watch that show, and my boyfriend so graciously watches it with me, but I really love it. I feel like I've loved it for so long, and it just brings me so much joy to see all of these people fulfilling their dreams. I think I've talked about this before, but that's why I'm so drawn to talent competition shows. It's just so exciting to see somebody that's so good at something, to have an opportunity to be on a platform that highlights those talents. I love it, I'm happy it's back, and I will be watching every week. Also, fun fact about ABC that I did not know, if you have a Roku, you can just get the ABC app for free, and then watch live TV if you have Wi-Fi, which is definitely not the case for all providers. A lot of them, you need to have a cable service, but ABC, all you need is Wi-Fi. So if you want to watch American Idol alongside me, feel free to tune in every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central. That was my plug for my guilty pleasure, and that's really all that's new with me. We have some more friends coming to stay with us this weekend, so I'm just constantly trying to balance all of the fun, all the people, and my personal routine, because I really, really, really am trying to prioritize that a bit right now. But regardless, we love when people come, we love when we have a lot to do, so it's all about the balance. Now that I've shared all that, let's get right into the rest of this episode, starting out with what's hot this week. A story that I found to be incredibly interesting, but not at all surprising, from Variety.com, Meta launching paid verified accounts for Instagram and Facebook, starting at $12 per month. Meta's Mark Zuckerberg is taking a page from Elon Musk. The social giant is rolling out Meta Verified, a subscription service for Instagram and Facebook users that includes a verified blue checkmark badge and other perks. Meta Verified starts at $11.99 per month on web or $14.99 per month on Apple's iOS. The company will launch the service in Australia and New Zealand this week with more countries, quote, soon. Zuckerberg, Meta's chairman and CEO, said in announcing the plan Sunday. Meta Verified is, quote, a subscription service that lets you verify your account with a government ID, get a blue badge, get extra impersonation projects against accounts claiming to be you, and get direct access to customer support. 
Zuckerberg wrote in posts on Facebook and Instagram. This new feature is about increasing authenticity and security across our services. The launch of MetaVerified comes after Musk's Twitter relaunched its Twitter Blue subscription plan last fall, which now lets paying customers receive a verified blue checkmark, along other subscriber-exclusive features like the ability to edit tweets. However, whereas Musk has said that Twitter eventually will phase out blue badges for accounts verified under the company's previous ownership, Meta says it will not make any changes to Instagram and Facebook accounts that have already been verified based on previous requirements, such as, quote, authenticity and notability. Meta said in announcing the new program, Long term, we want to build a subscription offering that's valuable to everyone, including creators, businesses, and our community at large. As part of this vision, we are envisioning the meaning of the verified badge so we can expand access to verification and more people can trust the accounts they interact with are authentic. In addition to the blue checkmark, meta-verified users will get enhanced visibility and reach on Instagram and Facebook, with, quote, prominence in some areas of the platform, like search, comments, and recommendations. Other benefits include exclusive stickers subscribers can use in Facebook and Instagram stories and Facebook Reels, plus 100 stars, Facebook's virtual gifting currency per month, quote, so you can show your support for other creators on Facebook. What do we think about this? I have so many mixed opinions. The idea of being able to buy a blue check mark, I feel like it would make it so that everybody that has it currently, those creators, those celebrities, whatever it may be, that I guess it would no longer matter because at first glance, you wouldn't be able to tell if that person bought their verification or got it naturally before this rolled out. I don't really know what the actual process is for those people to get blue check marks currently. A part of it, I'm sure, is follower count, celebrity, how well you're known. Also, I've heard if you've had more articles written about you, PR-related situations, you're more likely to be able to get verified. So it's already kind of a game in which who can and can't be verified. The subscription model, I feel like it just changes the meaning of what the check mark is. It's almost like now it's just showing that you've paid to be on the platform and to get this service and to get this esteem. But again, it's not really even esteem if you're paying for it. More than anything, I think it's interesting for brands because I know some brands will work with people that are verified over not. But I'm sure that that model and mindset will change. Also, I'm assuming that's not the only thing that they're looking at. I would assume that they're also not even just looking at follower count, but also engagement. Because if you're a brand and you want an influencer to promote your product, if they only have a lot of followers, but nobody's actually engaging with the content or showing that they can sell the product in some way, the brand would probably choose somebody that is able to do that for them better. I am very interested to see how mainstream this becomes if people are going to subscribe. And I am interested to see if this is just the start of the subscription model, which I'm sure that it is. Because as soon as something has a subscription option, it makes me feel like eventually that will be the only option. In order to be on Instagram or to be on Facebook, you will have to pay something. That's obviously not what it is currently, but that is where my mind goes once they start to roll out programs like this. Or that there will be a free option, but it will be so much worse or you will only be able to see a certain amount of content unless you subscribe. Not sure if any of that is actually going to happen, but that is just my initial two cents on it. 
Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you would subscribe off the bat once it's rolled out in whatever country you're from. And if you're from a country that this is currently being rolled out in, let us know how it's going for you. Typically, peachy DMs are always open. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. And I have a movie to recommend. It is called Shotgun Wedding. Here's your summary. Darcy and Tom gather their families for a destination wedding, but the ceremony gets put on hold when gunmen take everyone hostage. Now, they must do everything they can to save their loved ones, if they don't wind up killing each other first. This movie stars Jennifer Lopez and Josh Duhamel, but there are so many other great actors in it, I was so surprised by this cast. Jennifer Coolidge, Lenny Kravitz, Cheech Marin, just to name a few, there's so many more. I really enjoyed it, it's a romance action movie, it's funny, it's kind of heartwarming, it's a very easy watch, and I thought both Jennifer Lopez and Josh Duhamel did such a great job. So many little moments, I found them to be really, really funny. I don't know, I was laughing the whole time. And like I said, Jennifer Coolidge is in this movie as well, so of course, her moments are insanely memorable. It was a perfect Sunday night watch. If you guys are looking for something similar, need a laugh, check this one out. Again, it's called Shotgun Wedding, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Alright guys, next up for what's good, another viewable recommendation, a documentary, and an incredible one at that. It is called Pamela, A Love Story. Here's your summary. An intimate and humanizing portrait of one of the world's most famous blonde bombshells, Pamela, A Love Story, follows the trajectory of Pamela Anderson's life and career, from small-town girl to international sex symbol, actress, activist, and doting mother. So, I don't know everyone's familiarity with Pamela Anderson, but if you don't know a lot about her, this documentary definitely gives you a lot of information. Essentially, like I just read from that summary, it is about Pamela Anderson. She is in it. She is telling her story, her side of everything, going through so many details, opening up an incredible amount about her past, her relationships, how she grew up, traumatic experiences that happened to her. She very much shares which I feel that for her story is so incredibly important. Of course, there's so much content that comes out about people's lives nowadays, and so much of it is fictionalized. It's based on a true story, but it's not completely true. So to be able to get a first-hand account from somebody whose story has been so much in the public eye, people have their own perceptions about her, content has been made about her, but this documentary, her ability to share her story and sharing it so in-depth, even the parts that are atrocious, where it's almost unbelievable that she's able to speak on them, some of the terrible things that have happened in her life, it's really inspiring, but I also feel like it's just so important. Even though it's only her side of a story, hearing her side of the story, I think, is incredibly crucial to understanding her at all. And without some of these first-hand accounts, I think it's very easy to just trust those fictionalized retellings of these stories. And I also think it's very easy to then dehumanize these people, to think about them as solely public figures, 
that don't have emotions, that don't have feelings about their own situations, that don't have traumatic pasts, which just isn't the case. These people are full-on humans, they exist in the world, they have moments alone outside of the public, outside of the cameras, outside of the scandals. So I thought this documentary was a great reminder of that. Her sharing words from her diaries is also so powerful. I cannot imagine doing that. That to me feels like it would be so vulnerable. But hopefully it was a bit therapeutic for her. She expressed how upset she was by the fact that Pam and Tommy came out. That she was reliving all that drama, that scandal, the intrusion of her privacy from her past all over again. Which is obviously heartbreaking. And I haven't seen Pam and Tommy so I can't really comment on it. But the idea that something like that came out while the direct people involved are still alive is kind of interesting to me. Because I feel like stories like that, they don't really get touched on until those people directly involved have passed, and then it's usually just the family members that are upset by the portrayals. But for her to have to relive it because of this acclaimed show that came out, that seems incredibly tough. So again, she shared a lot. Her kids were in the documentary, which was really interesting to hear their perspective on things as well. It was just great. I commend her for even being able to talk about all that she did. If you guys want to check it out, again, it's called Pamela, A Love Story, and you can watch it on Netflix. Alright guys, and next up for what's good, I have a product to recommend, and this is something that you may not think about often, but let me tell you how it has changed my life. Not to be dramatic or anything. But the product that I am recommending are pillows. They are by the brand Beckham Hotel Collection. Now everyone, hear me out. I'm sure that you have pillows on your bed. I'm sure that you're happy with them or maybe just satisfied. Regardless of whether you're happy or only satisfied, you guys need to get these pillows. I am in love. I am obsessed. My sister is actually the one that told me about these pillows. When I stayed with her in Seattle, I felt her pillows and I was like, oh my gosh, these are so comfortable, so nice. What are these? She shared the link and now they're on my bed as well. And you guys need to try them for yourself. They come in a set of two and their description is the down alternative bedding gel cooling pillow for back, stomach, and side sleepers. They are climate pledge friendly. They feel luxurious. They're just really amazing. Like I said, obsessed. I'm so happy that I purchased them. If you guys want to try them out, you can buy them on Amazon. Just type in, again, Beckham Hotel Collection, and it should pop up. It's the number one bestseller. All right, guys, and last up for what's good, your song. Some backstory on this song before I share it. I've been listening to Sophie Tucker a lot recently. When I'm walking around, when I'm getting ready, when I'm working out, I just keep getting drawn to Sophie Tucker. If you guys don't know who Sophie Tucker are, they're a duo. This guy and this girl. The girl is Sophie. The guy is Tucker. Hence, Sophie Tucker. You guys may know them. I think one of their probably first hits, I think, in 2016 was the song Drinky. I don't know if they had stuff before that. I'm sure that they did. But that was the first song that I knew by them. I loved that song. I had been periodically listening to them, but I am full-fledged, constantly on their Spotify right now. 
So because of that, had to add one of their songs to our playlist. It is the song Purple Hat by Sophie Tucker. I think on Spotify, this is their most popular song. And if you haven't heard it, it may be kind of a weird, shocking song to you at first. But I don't know, you guys. I love it. Every single time I listen to it, I love it even more. So listen to it yourself. Let me know what you guys think. As always, you can find it on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. And to round this episode out, need to know basis. Like I was talking about at the start of this episode, I am trying desperately to get my routine back. And what I have found is that like I was talking about with the haircut, there is a lot of power in the self-revamp slash reset. This past weekend, I felt that with so many of the things that I was choosing to do, that on the surface, I was just trying to get back into that routine. But reflecting on it, each one of those things that I was doing, that led me back to my routine, but also made me just feel so incredibly in control again, was one of those reset activities. For instance, we cleaned the apartment, and really cleaned. Like, moved the couch, fully vacuumed the rug, cleaned the creases of the shower type of cleaning. I also made a new checklist. You guys have heard me talk about my checklist, but just starting a new one, resetting, laying out for myself, okay, this is what I have to get done, these are the timelines, these are the due dates, and then actually sticking to them. On Monday, I had to edit the episode for my other podcast, Excuse My Reach, episode 5. It will be coming out the first Friday of March, but that was on my checklist, and I needed to get it done on Monday because so many other things are coming up. Like I said, we have more people staying with us this weekend, so to ensure that everything would come out on time, that I wouldn't be extra stressed, I had to do that on Monday. So I'm so happy that I thought ahead about that, that I planned it out, that I did it. Then also the haircut. Doing something like that is so nice for yourself. Anything for me that's kind of on the more pampery side, like getting my hair cut or getting my nails done, it just feels like a little luxury that does give me that reset and quite literally that self-revamp. Starting new, starting fresh. I just wanted to share some of those things because even though they're not revolutionary, they are important. Doing little things like that to get you back on track, you don't even really realize how helpful they're going to be until you've done them. For instance, on Saturday night, me and my boyfriend went out to dinner, and then when we got back home, I just didn't really feel like I could fully relax because our place was kind of a mess. Things were everywhere, it didn't feel that clean. And within that night, I didn't really recognize that that's why I was feeling the way that I was feeling about being at home. But then Sunday, we did this big clean, a lot of resets, and I automatically felt so much better. And then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, yeah, this was the thing that had me feeling off-kilter last night. I just needed a clean do-over. So all that to say, if you guys are feeling this way, if you feel like you need a revamp, a reset, doesn't have to be anything huge, can be something really simple, really easy, quickly refreshing up your place or refreshing up yourself in some kind of way. I think if you're feeling a little off, a little overwhelmed, a little stressed, just try something like that. If it did wonders for me, I'm sure it can do wonders for you too. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Hit reset. Deep clean your home if you need to. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 